0: Hello and welcome everybody to Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill. Along with my other hosts, I have Rick Warren, James Toops, and I also have tonight a very special guest. We have the incredible and only Dylan Holiday. Welcome back, Dylan. It's good to
1: be back. I miss that music.
0: You miss that, don't you? Isn't that cool? Oh, that I is the sound it. of perfection, right there, brother. The sound of perfection.
1: You know, me and Landon don't have anything like that yet over on our, <laughs> on our show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we've got an interesting topic for today that Rick is going to be taking us through, but uh we're going to be talking about a few other things as well. And I think James had some ideas on some stuff that he wanted to bring up as well, also. So uh, if you didn't, James, start thinking about it now. It's your chance to start figuring out what you're going to be bringing to the channel because Rick's going to be talking. So um, we're going to jump right in, and we'd like to welcome everybody to uh, Paranormal Analytical. We love to come on here. We love to talk. We appreciate the Afterlife Network for giving us this opportunity to be on the show, and it is great to be on here. And I I think I like the new faces that we're seeing. I like the the new people that uh jump in and ask questions and uh dylan i'm going to give you a plug at the beginning and at the end so go ahead with it
1: uh so you guys can hear myself and landon wells we do the landon and dylan show we're also on the afterlife network i'm actually doing double duty today we just finished our show a little bit before this show went live uh this week we talked about the zodiac killings uh, we do kind of an oddity show so it's a little different than what a lot of you folks are used to And, it's and you showed show you showed my
0: picture didn't you
1: No 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 that that was that was for me that was for me and Landon that oh, was for okay. something different <laughs> That was that was for something different Um but you know I think that you guys will really like the show and I'm I'm so happy to uh, see so many familiar faces Sonia Barbier and Landon of course in the chat Thank you once again everybody for having me
0: Hey it's our pleasure man Hey, Landon, how you doing, brother? And hey, Sonia, glad to see you guys on here. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, the Afterlife Network has been very gracious and gave us a spot on here that we could jump on. And uh, it's given us a chance to get out there and let more people see uh, Paranormal Analytical and give us a chance to meet the rest of you guys. That's, that's really awesome. So uh, with that in mind, I'm going to let Rick take it away and uh, jump into our topic of the night, my brother. So uh, the stage is yours, Rick. Hey,
2: thank you. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much, James, Eddie, and Dylan. Um, I want to talk about something tonight that has been on my mind for a while because it's something that really the paranormal world has not uh, actually uh, recognized for a while. And it, it's called remote viewing now remote viewing let's go ahead and look at what we have as far as the definition of what remote viewing is okay it is basically the practice of seeking impressions about a distant or unseen target purportedly sensing with the mind and this thus this is where we're talking about um, remote viewing it has been a collective montage of just different beliefs, as far as uh, remote viewing comes into concern, it is something that we look at not only, not only in the past life of what goes on, you have the oracles of Delphi, the people sitting there with the Greek, and sitting going to the Oracle of Delphi to look into the present, to look into the battle plans. You have Nostradamus looking into the future. And this, these are things that are awesome because they all fall within the same category, not only ESP, but it's also psychic. It's also something that in early occult and spiritualist literature, it was known as traveling clairvoyance and there's another word they have here but i'm not going to try that but it's 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 also dealing with seeing with the inner eye also dealing with out-of-body experiences and when the united states picked this up it was in the 1930s as far as what what is remote viewing because it came to the forefront of not only militaristic viewpoints but it also come to the point of political, as far as what are these people able to do? And and this is what we're gonna look at tonight. I I think Dylan has dealt with this a couple of times as far as what's going on, Um, but it wasn't picked up. It wasn't picked up until the 60s and 70s, okay? It was called the New Age Culture it was looked at the conscious studies and psychic phenomenon is what they called it, okay? But at the same time, what really is remote viewing? Can you guys give me a definition as far as what you've heard or what you uh, have talked about with other people?
0: Uh, James, you wanna jump in yeah, there? So,
3: yeah. This this kind of thing uh, originated back in the uh, the Cold War with the Soviet Union. So back in uh back in the day, uh, rumors that the uh, the U.S. military were they were using uh, psychic communications, you know, while at sea, um, and you know, I don't know, they were very interested and highly interested in this stuff, and um, money from uh, it was money was given to the CIA by search institute sri uh and it was located on the campus of the stanford university at that time and it was it, the, the purpose Bingo. of this was to test, test the remote viewing and um you know from there i mean man it just it blew up from there you know and, and it started like i said in the cold war and uh so really nervous about this because you got to remember in the cold war era uh there was a lot of things that were on edge and there was a lot of iffy things going on um so you know, to hear, whoa, they have psychics, you know, um, can predict our next move. Yeah. They're going to be interested in this stuff, you know, because they were, they were grasping at everything they could, you know? Well, you
0: know, the funny thing is guys, you know is he- that these remote viewers were actually very, very accurate. A majority of the times. Now there were times when they were out there that, yeah, they weren't very accurate. I mean, they, there was a lot of holes in it, a lot of mistakes, But it seemed like the more they used it, the more they practiced, the more accurate they became. One of the most, uh, I guess, well-known remote viewers took a trip to the dark side of the moon. And from what I understand, what he saw was phenomenal. He saw bases. He also saw where, as he was moving around through there, where they actually looked up the people that were there and saw him uh, in his... uh, I guess his the form that he was using to to uh, travel, and it scared him so bad. He came back and he told him that he wasn't going to go back there again, because I mean he was in jeopardy. But he did tell him everything that he saw, and it it was pretty crazy. Some of the buildings and and things that he actually saw on the dark side of the moon, which by the way, is a great album by Pink Floyd. Um, yeah, abs- absolutely is. So <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. So you know, it's uh. <laughs> it's one of those things i mean do, you know do you want do you believe this kind of stuff or don't you and if you do why do you believe it what makes you think it's possible and if you don't why do you think it's not possible and for that i want to jump real quick over to dylan okay so uh,
1: i've always looked at uh, particularly the new age uh movement i've always looked at it Is kind of a subclass of philosophy um it tried to answer questions in which we don't really have answers to uh questions like what is there when you die questions like is there something out there that we don't know about um questions as deep as you know if there is a correct religion which is correct uh that's always the way that i've looked at it i understand that different people have different thought processes on on, on these kinds of things um but yeah that's that's pretty much how i look at it i look at it as a subculture of uh, philosophy
0: also, that's actually a, a pretty good way to look at it there dylan that's that was a good uh good i guess you could call it a definition of the way you think about it uh rick you want to continue on with it
2: okay let me let me uh preface this with saying that seeing with the inner eye. It says that and it is a common knowledge, as they say, that we as a people have that ability. Every one of us have that ability to be able to see with that inner eye. I think we had a show on that, didn't we, uh, Eddie? As yes, far as the actually, inner eye and the third mm-hmm. eye. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. And it it is it it's, it's been picked up by the Parapsychology Foundation. It's been picked up by the Institute of Noetic Sciences and things like that. Uh, uh, SRI, as James said, picked it up and was actually granted a, uh, quite a big substantial amount of money from the U.S. government to study this. Okay, It's something that we cannot say it doesn't exist because it is forthwith right now a common fact that Jimmy Carter and everybody else knew at that time that the Soviet Union had lost a plane. We employed the United States themselves, a remote viewer, to look into this phenomenon as to what happened to the Soviet plane, why? Because it carried nuclear armament. And it was Mm -hmm. something that was brought about and was substantially substantiated by the viewer himself. And they found this airplane and they found the nuclear part of what they were looking for. This is brought about by a remote viewer. We can look at at other cases as far as um, not only clinical, but also criminology of people that have been able to substantiate cold cases by remote viewing. Now, let's look at what we have as far as what kind of person does this. What kind of person has that ability? I, myself, I'll be honest with you, I don't know anybody that has that ability. And most of them are being employed by the US government. Why? because it can be used as a military intelligence. It can be used as uh, geological information concerning what's happening around the world. And I'd like to know your guys' opinion as to do you know people? Have you been in contact with somebody that has that ability of remote viewing? Dylan?
3: Yes.
1: Um, I've had an experience which I know Eddie is real rare for you to hear me say that I've had an experience. I want to hear this. (laughs) Uh, I can't, I I can't honest to God, I can't dig too deep into it. uh, Just because uh, what it relates to is someone who I'm very close with currently, but there was a major incident in someone who I am very close with their life that when we were kids, you're probably around 13 years old. Uh, Something pretty substantial happened to this person and her family. That was two years ago. And as, as this event uh, took place, I had dreamed it was happening. Really? And it was the most vivid, um, horrific thing that I've ever seen in my life. The next morning I went to school and I was told of the bad news. And um, I mean, it, it floored me that I had, in a sense lived it um but uh yeah that's that's my story without going into too many details that's
0: almost a a deja vu wouldn't you say as well
1: i mean it was deja vu when when i was told what had happened but my dream i mean there's there's no question in my mind that um when when i woke up i had woken up to um the i live right across from the fire hall and uh there was there was an a fire the the fire alarm was going off so i knew something had happened and what i had dreamed and it was it was very eerie just how realistic what uh what i had dreamed and what happened it was very eerie
0: yeah i can see you looking up which means you're accessing your memory I and, don't like uh, talking about it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of it, creepy. It
2: actually falls in the parallel as far as, and I do mean parallel as far as premonition, okay? I've had premonitions. I've had one premonition that actually transposed itself wow. into reality and become so real to me because the next night, it actually took place. Wow. But and everything that go ahead dylan the reason this was different than a premonition is
1: is while i was seeing what was happening in my dream it was happening so it was at the same time it was at the exact same time so
0: uh we've also got darren wedlock who says i have video evidence of me interacting with a spirit spiritually during a ghost investigation in virginia in spirit space and time is no boundary and I know James said that he had uh, he knows somebody or has had that kind of an experience. James, elaborate a little bit, man. Tell us tell us your story on what happened with that. Yeah, so
3: um, so you can't really confuse um, remote view astral projection. Astral projection is a whole nother animal, but it's the same kind of in line with remote viewing. Uh, it follows the same boundaries and guidelines. As, um, astral projection, just like remote viewing, is something that can be practiced. Um, it's, it's like being a musician. I'm a musician, and you can practice things and learn things. Astral projection, remote viewing, you can practice and get better at these skills. Um, I had a friend one night at my house years ago, years and years ago, um, on a hard, hard acid trip yeah it is what it is really hard acid trip uh, guy went out for uh, passed out I'd had to say for about probably about that, I guess and um, in that 45 seconds I mean stone cold passed out uh, standing straddled on top of this guy slapping get him to wake up and finally comes to in a convulsion and uh The next thing we heard was a desert for the last several hours, uh, a white plain desert, and there was this pyramid. You know the monolith thing that started showing up? Right, right. mm -hmm, Still popping up around. It was one like that, um, just a bit taller, but it was in the shape of a pyramid. It was real slim and just hovering at like four or five feet and rotating very slowly above the ground like that and it had a metal feel to it and everything else. This guy was very vivid, but he was gone for two hours. And in reality, he was only going 45 seconds or so. Fell out, very hard acid trip, and, and sobered up. And was like, this is what I saw. Uh, the next day, um, guy was in a band uh, coming up that weekend. Uh, we wanted to go pass Flyers out for the band, for the show for, at this bar, right? So we went all over the place and we ended up at this co- college on college campus. And we're walking around this college passing flyers out um, for the show. And we end up in the back of the college right, right in place. Uh, this guy's never been to college before, never been on this campus before. We get back at, in that art display and guess what the hell's standing in that, the pyramid. From what he saw in that, that 45 seconds he was out there it is right there in your face it's the same thing and he's right of course you know kind of it was something like dude dude is because he drew it out he was like hey man and he drew it out on paper hey look that night he's like this is what i saw and it's really weird looking thing you know just it like it had moss hanging off of it rivets in this thing it was like this little slender pyramid type like 15 foot thing and then we see it the next the very next day as it fires out so i don't know you know if that's that's considered some kind of remote viewing or or what or some kind of projection but uh so when you get into uh psychedelics uh acid lsd uh psilocybin you get into the mushroom thing um rick was talking to about what the third eye really is is a pineal gland in your brain okay it's a really small gland in the center of your brain and that they say is your third eye take these kind of mm-hmm. um, mind-altering things you open up doors and you open things up in your mind right if you get on a peyote trip Rick, Rick that's right Been there, With done the Indian here you have there yes. you go so you get on these nature trips or you get on this lsd stuff or you either psilocybin or any of this masculine anything like that you risk the chance of opening things in your mind and awakening your pineal gland right what's and a that, uh james what's the name of that route you, you pass
0: out what's the name of that route that's in uh, south america or wherever it is that they use they do that mixture Ooh. where you get to go see your spirit animal uh, oh damn
3: it you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, I actually watched yeah, I do. I watched a documentary the other day on this stuff. Uh this one guy yours and he did this it was a 3-day uh nature thing that he did. And uh the first day it was a low dose, medium and then high, you know? Day 1 2 and he was to the point where he was freaking out, but he knew he was surrounded by doctors and and the shaman and everything else. Um I can't it it escapes me now. I can't think of the name, but it's let me find let me let me look it up man. okay this is some uh <laughs> i know what you're talking about it's crazy. okay rick you know, continue I watch this. As i find out the name of this stuff man you have to watch this it's great
2: okay aside from what we have as far as the psychedelics and things like that guys this stuff has been picked up by the cia This stuff has been picked up by the NSA, the DOG, we have the Navy, we have the Army, military agencies. We have different countries, Russia, Germany, France, New England, all have studied and spent millions, millions looking into RV. Criminal cases across the world, criminal cases across Interpol, criminal cases across United States, criminal cases across New England have been solved by remote viewing. Now, what, what is going on in the essence of saying, uh, who are these people that can have that ability and sit there and employed by not only intelligence or military or by criminal societies that sit there and basically longitudinally are able to bring these people together and bring out the cases themselves and get them solved. That's amazing. Dylan, what do you
1: think? well you know we've seen time and time again when uh i'll I'll focus here on america because that's what i know the most about but uh you know something like mk ultra for example uh you know there were test subjects where we basically wanted to see if if we could use drugs and other types of things to placebo lives for people Mm -hmm. basically we we wanted to see if we could kind of recreate um recreate entire lives for people we also wanted to see if people could o- could open their third eye as you guys would say um i think what's most interesting about all of this and something that i think you'll probably get into in the in next rick because you've been t- hinting at it a lot um because crime is mm-hmm. being solved um right there are a lot of crimes that are solved uh each year uh there are a lot of different variables that go into these things you know there are a lot of psychics that claim they can solve crimes obviously you have the fbi they have what's called the criminal profiling system Um, all of these variables help us find a trail uh, a common trail to common types of perpetrators and i think that all of these things working together uh, really assists uh, one another
3: I agree. That's hey, uh, cool. real quick, Sonia. We also have Sonia. We also uh, Sonia says ayahuasca. And that's that's what we, that's the name I was looking for. Sorry, Rick. That's yeah. the ayahuasca. Uh, that's the Sonia. You're right. That's it right there.
2: Yeah. What is that, James?
3: It's uh it's a uh, it's kind of like the the psychedelic ginger root of south america i think it is uh, um yeah it is south america and they they, and they make a tea out of it and you just go on this super crazy nature trip <laughs> this is out in south america you uh, know but like in the, the government and the cia they were they were practicing and testing uh with different uh psychedelics to kind of open up that third eye I think once the word got out of remote viewing, now this is a thing that that people, you know, remote viewing uh, talents have, don't need the psychedelics to do this. But I think it stemmed from that. And they're saying, okay, so people that don't have this natural ability can kind of, you know, push that natural ability on them with some kind of other hallucinogenic or drug or something like this. And uh, ayahuasca is something a long time um lsd has been around for a while too in fact the guy yeah it's loaded with dmt um thank you darren the guy that uh came up with when he invented lsd uh he tripped every day his whole life until he died and he died at like 90 years old um went out and tried to get this stuff refined and tried to say okay well let's see if we can do this but the cia and the uh the military of course they're going to weaponize in to try to you know benefit them right anything you come up with they they try to weaponize right um cognitive ability there's another word for it which is a anomalous cognition cognizant i don't even know if i'm saying that right but but they stuff to spy on you know Adversaries and and stuff like that. Now, real and quick, uh, who knows if it right. works or not? But they've had interviews. They were they had answers to questions that they were questioning these psychics, and they were coming up with the right answers. So where where's this bunker in so and so X foreign land? And they'd give them the answer for it. Right, and yeah, also uh, Sonia got on here, and Sonia said
0: that she actually tries it at least once a year.
1: Eddie, I have a question so, for really? the panel, if I may. Go ahead. Um, do you guys think that these kinds of uh, cognitive functions, this third eye, so to speak, do you think that technology and how it's developed is is maybe why we see lesser and lesser of these cognitive functions? I mean, technology can do basically everything. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Rick, I'll start with you.
2: Okay, thank you, Dylan. Um, we have an umbrella, uh, a big umbrella of different Okay, categories, if I will. We have telepathy, we have ESP, we have clairvoyance, we have precognition, and all of that is under the umbrella of what we are talking about. We are talking about the cases of remote viewing clear up and including what the war theaters have seen years ago and up to the fact that not only was the Soviet plane found but and this was under the administration of jimmy carter okay but at the same time we have remote viewing that is said to be in line with how they found osama bin laden and that's a big statement guys when you sit there and think about who this guy is and what they went through to find osama bin laden and this was actually categorically employed by our u.s government that says a lot to me
0: yeah i believe what do you it think, and, Eddie? yeah i believe it and we actually uh some of the psychics that i know uh work on cold cases and are pretty pretty good at it and we're going to take a quick break everybody we're going to play some tunes real quick and we're going to be right back on here in just a moment so don't go away about three and a half four minutes or so and uh we should be back live so stand by Hello and welcome back to Paranormal Analytical, everybody. I'm Eddie Hill along with Rick Warren, James Toops, and Dylan Holiday. And we are back from our halftime break and we appreciate everybody waiting up for us. We are now going to continue with our conversation. But first, I'd like to uh, welcome Valerie. She's on here as well. And uh, Valerie, thank you so much for showing up. Uh, it's always great to see you on here. And uh, Rick, let's continue onward, brother
2: okay i want to go ahead and and let's let's go back to the very beginning of what remote viewing as far as what it is okay we have uh, we have reports of way way back okay not only the uh, oracle of delphi but we have other uh instances of these people that are being able to sit there and collectively bring about remote viewing um, we have Nostradamus as a, as a fact and a, and a practitioner of scrying. We have different uh, abilities of being able to look into the future and the past as far as uh, that follow under the umbrella of what we are looking at as far as remote viewing, whether that be the past or the present. So my question to the panel and to the people in, in the chat is this. If we have that ability, okay, has anyone ever practiced it? Has anyone ever dealt into this ability to sit there and look into the present or the past?
0: Well, real quick, Uh, I'm gonna I want to read real quick what Danielle says on here. She says, I think the reason people don't have much clairvoyance these days is because of all the processed foods. It's uh it clouds our perineal gland and prevents us from being able i guess to use it to its full abilities you know that's a good point Danielle. we do have a lot of uh, stuff that we eat every day that isn't really the best uh, of uh chemicals for us i guess you could say that we ingest dylan go ahead with what you're going to say real quick
1: I think that uh, folks who do the meditation and folks who are in tune uh, with themselves and their own spirituality, I I think that those folks are the folks that are truthfully on the right path. Those are the folks that are on the closest path. Having said that, uh, to go back to what I said earlier, I think that... People who kind of study philosophy, I think those folks are also on the right path. People who look at the events of the history, people that can kind of look at the trends and, and what could possibly happen next. I think those people are also on the right track.
0: Agreed. Uh, Darren Buss says, question, does Facebook Live help or hurt in investigation? James?
3: Hmm. Um, So two things. Let me, let me answer that right quick. So with the Facebook live um, on my team next week, uh, I'm not putting out where we're going yet, but uh, go to RPG on the uh, reactive paranormal group. And uh, we'll we'll be doing really. I don't think there's enough data to back up the, uh, the pros or cons of a Facebook live. Um, I think it would help people recording and is, it is digital what you're capturing, um, to that point, Darren, but I, to me, I don't think there's enough data to back up a, a, a clear consensus on if it's going to help or hurt. Uh, I want to go back to Rick, what he was saying earlier about the, um, the uh, remote viewer uh, is how you put it, some kind of way like that, right? So um, when the military gets a hold of of something like this and, and the CIA is involved in their funds and their thoughts some money, Um, they're going to weaponize it, right? And after that, I think what they did was studies and they get the, and, uh, you know, once that's involved, they start introducing, like I said earlier, new drugs and new things to try to open up that um, to maybe enlisted folks. Um, Not so much, you know, because psychic ability, you know, you can't find somebody off the street and be like, yeah, I'm a psychic jump in and then two miles down the road, oh, yeah, I'm a psychic too. It's just not like, that. it's not a dime a dozen. So I think they may have weaponized and done some chemical trials to try to get this thing, you know, more popular within that group. And that way they don't have to get people from the outside. They have people with top, and top secret clearance that they push these things into. Who knows how deep the rabbit hole goes? We don't know. I mean, they may have black ops projects and and that you know supports this kind of thing um it's just you never know what the government now is shadow ops and everything else you know so they may have, have a group you guys want to try and do this little experiment we're going to inject you with this you're going to feel a little weird but you may you know end up being very beneficial to the military who knows i mean this is all top secret stuff and black ops stuff but i mean it is documented that they did have um uh, type folks and the uh, the uh, psychic ability people in there and and studies show that they were very correct some a hundred percent you know nailing these uh these things. Well I'm gonna
0: read a little bit about what some of our uh, audiences said. Alex Arredondo says an intelligent spirit will know if you're going Facebook live. Well yes and no. I, I think if the spirit may be familiar with uh, the program, possibly, but I don't think just out of the blue. I mean, because you're, you're you don't know uh how long ago this spirit became a spirit. You know what was available to them at that point in time. Uh, I don't know if they keep up with technology. That's physically. a good point. Um, I think you need to kind of keep it in an area where where they know basically what you're talking about. You know, if you have an idea of when that spirit passed. Uh, Darren Wedlock said, "Sure, I've done it." Small example was a friend of mine in Israel. And I did a test. She asked what perfume she was wearing. Moments later, I could smell the strong smell of vanilla. Bingo. She was absolutely floored. So was I, to be honest. So that's, that's pretty cool right there that that came across. And, you know, that may have been a spirit. That may have been just you trying to figure out, you know, what it was she was wearing. Or maybe, I don't know. I mean, that, that's something that's pretty cool. Uh, Darren Buss says, bring your intuition into play for remote viewing. And, yeah, I mean, I could see bringing your intuition to it. Um, he also says, when I watch Facebook Live, people say they can see things, but I'm not seeing it. And uh, I know we've done let me, investigations let me before, real quick. And during these investigations, sometimes it's a lot harder than what it looks to be able to Try and remember about Facebook live or remember to go live at a certain time. you've got so much stuff going on. Uh, Dylan was uh, hosting a show one time with us like forever, and uh, he was trying to keep the show going and it was almost impossible to get on there and give him any feedback or any uh, details and Rick was so busy he couldn't even get on. you know so I mean I I don't know if it hinders you or if it help, or if it helps you. So I mean that's just uh, one point. Ah, uh, you want to continue on? We um, but Darren. Yeah, we have. Let, let,
2: we me, have, let me let me,
3: let me, uh, let me jump in right statistical fast. Statistical
2: reports of, huh? Go
3: ahead. No, go ahead. I'll, ju- I'll jump in after. No, I, we, I just want to back up something okay. Darren said.
2: Okay, uh, we have statistical reports not only from individual accounts, not only institutional accounts. But we have people that are, have that ability to uh, influence national, national people, such as Jeannie Dixon. Do you guys remember Jeannie Dixon? That was part of the Richard Nixon um, administration that they set there, and she would go with not only Richard Nixon, but some of the intelligence of what was being brought forth was from Jeannie Dixon. Now, Jeannie Dixon was one of the people that sat there and was part of what they called remote viewing. Only she went public because she wanted to explore what was going on with the administration itself and what was happening at that time with the Soviet Union. Do you guys remember that? That I do. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's to say that we are not talking about a level, not only as far as the people themselves, I mean on a common level like me and you and everybody else like that. But we're talking about a national level. We're talking about a continuity of not only different countries, but different administrations as far as whether it be democracy or whatever that is bringing forth this type of remote viewing. And who's to say and what's to say, are we able, to bring this forth as far as what we want right now. Oh, God knows that our, our country needs, um, needs to be brought together. But I mean, can we use this as a preamble to resuscitation and what we have as far as a nation now to unite the people to be able to sit there and see what we need to do as an American people. Okay, Dylan, what's your thoughts on all that?
1: Uh, you know, I think I think looking back and, and James has done a great job talking about a lot of these experiments that the military's done. But even if we don't look at something that has the resources as something like the military has, let's look at something like cults. All right. Most major cults. One of the one of the big things that they have, you know, for them is, is that they normally have an eccentric leader. Uh, there's normally a lot of drugs involved. And these people are all people who seek to find answers. These are people who all believe that they're open and, and, and spiritual. I think that Rick is on a great path, uh, and he's, he's asking some great questions. I, I personally think that with where we're at, um, once again, going back to the, the, the technology example that I'd given earlier, I think that folks are too divided to all agree on one concept, especially a concept like this. It would take something truly eye-opening for us to all get on the same page.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. James, I know you had something you were going to inject in there.
3: Yeah. um, So just, I just, this popped in my head right quick. So uh, Darren uh, is talking about the Facebook live thing, good investigation and all this stuff. And and we kind of dipped into, well, we don't know how recent a spirit is. So just keep that in mind. So a remote viewer, right, right now, today, right now, you know every time we go investigate someplace um we always think of the old spirits right house and we think an old spirit um you know somebody from the 1800s somebody from the 1600s you know we always think of old spirits yeah i seen a lady in wearing dress and the blah 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 and all this other stuff so just think about if you're a remote viewer right now and you're in your house you're by you're working for the government, you're not doing anything, you're just a remote viewer, you're doing an astral projection and you project yourself in time to, uh, right, from today. Okay, tomorrow, you get into some kind of a plane crash, you die, something, something happens. Well, now, um, you know, 1800 style spirits or whatever, think about the implications of that right so it just made me think darren made me think um we're not always investigating that has old entities in it right what if the person that is in that house as a spirit was somebody that was from an astral projection and now is in that group of spirits right as a modern person and it brings that question up could, or could technology today hinder an investigation because this person's recent going into this house, right? It doesn't mean they died there, it doesn't matter. So if I died tomorrow and I project myself, you know, to a location in England or something like that or cast or whatever, I would be considered like a new spirit. And just, I don't know how this works from the spirit realm of it because I haven't been there yet. But out as a spirit in a in a in a haunted location and I see a group of investigators using this technology, I might be inclined to sh- shut down, or it might be the other way, inclined to be vocal and say, Okay, well, I know what that does. I know what a K twelve is, I know what, I know what this is, and I'm not gonna talk about none of it. I'm just gonna sit back and see what happens. I'm gonna let them investigate and I give them shit. Depending on the mood that I'm in, who knows? I mean, it is this is so uh, subjective, this is so up in the air of of the opinions of what can come out, right? But I think James Jay made a great, and it just it kind of it, it it fried something in my brain when he said that. You know, would Facebook Live, you know, hinder an investigation? Hey, hey, James, remember you're gonna, that. James, we're not you're, always dealing with old
0: people. James, you're going to be one of those asshole spirits. I can tell.
3: <laughs> yes and, yeah and look and i hope i drag nancy Pol- you know what i'm gonna save that one for for the next show <laughs> i'm gonna save that for the next because <laughs> yeah. me and rick have a we, me and rick have a uh we have a uh me and rick have this understanding that there's a thing called remote sniffing uh. for the political show okay well we can we can sniff
0: tomorrow a little bit there um the, the one thing I got to say is I think yes, we're all, all us paranormal investigators or people who deal with the paranormal or who dwell into the paranormal or, or ghost hunting yeah. or what have you. I think we all have like a, we have a little bit of an edge because when we pass, we know what all this shit is. So, uh, hopefully we'll be able to manipulate it for everybody, but James is going to sit there and hold back and make them
3: actually work for it. <laughs> I'm gonna fart in somebody's uh, meter. I will. I'm gonna just rip it. Uh, like somebody's doing a like an EVP, and I'll be the one, one back. Danielle <laughs> oh, says, God, you hear "Yes, that he guy. will be, I'm Eddie." <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be me. Darren <laughs> <So>. <laughs> says, "Paris <para laughs> sniffing."
2: Says, uh, Darren Bus, I believe, says, "Paris sniffing." Yeah. Let's just mention Joe. But no, Martin, getting, back right? so, getting back to what uh, we getting back to the topic itself, okay, as far as what is and how do we complete ourselves as far as remote view- viewing? Because they tell us that not only Dylan or James or Eddie or I, we have that ability we have that cognitive awareness of what remote viewing is because let's 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 take a look at sleep consciousness okay we all have that ability to go into sleep sometimes in in that fact we have sleep um that gives us the ability to look at a premonition i've had dreams i know that uh, dylan and i talked about that one time as far as dreams and things like that and we've all had dreams that have come Past, present, or future—it's come true. Now, is that remote viewing, or how does that play into our cognitive ability to deal with the actual spirituality of what we're talking about? And is this a phenomenon, or is it a reality?
3: What's the separation between dream and reality with cognitive ability? That's a good question, Dylan. What's your thoughts on that? What can you chalk up?
1: Um, you know, like I said, I've had the experience, so normally where I would say, because I'm a skeptic, I would like to say it's a coincidence, um, with, with, with that particular dream. I definitely think there was something cognitively happening. You know, I, I can tell you after, after I awoke from, from my, uh, dream, my slumber, um, I felt a way that I'd never felt before. I felt empowered. And I know that's a weird, uh, a weird way to explain it. But the best way that I can explain it is it felt as though I had had a strong or a stronger than anything that I had ever, you know, felt before. And it was, it was just, I, I really don't have the words to describe it. I, for I guess for the first time, Eddie, I'm at a loss for words. Now that's, that is a first. Wow.
0: Did he just say that, Eddie? He did, he just said that. I've never heard him say that
2: before, so that's paranormal I have in itself. I've never heard Dylan say I'm at a loss of words.
1: It's it's <laughs> it's it's one of those things that if you've never had the experience and, and you don't know the feeling that I'm talking about, I I can't describe mm-hmm. it to you. It, it's a feeling of it's a feeling of great peace, it's a feeling of great power. It it, it just feels different. Your aura feels so complete.
2: I would say, okay, Dylan, you say cognitive. Okay, I have that ability, and I think all of us have that ability as far as the reality of one world and being able to go from the reality of this world into dreamland. I dream in color, okay, and I can go from one world to the other in one kind of a, a, a blanket uh, scene, so to speak, and walk into that other world as far as dreamland. I wonder, have you guys ever done that as far as being able to walk into dreamland, as it were, and actually have that intuitiveness to be able to uh, to discern between what is dream and what is reality to you?
1: We've discussed this in the, in the past. We had some type of... Uh dream person on in the past and and she was doing a little bit of a reading on me and she had said i assume you dream in color which i thought was just normal i think everybody dreams in color and i do still think that by the way i do still think Mm -hmm. everybody dreams in color uh having said that
0: wait wait dylan do you still have those pair of shoes with a hole in it
1: oh oh don't even don't even go back to that we've already (laughs) debunked we've already debunked um but <laughs> that's, a good that's a good call that was a good callback. i give you credit for that um but I, i'm one of those people that you know i can i can wake up and i can go back to sleep you know on days where i can sleep and uh i'll be in a, i'll be in a whole new world so i would say yes rick i would agree to that
2: awesome james what do you think how's your dream world um, I
3: missed all that segment because <laughs> my internet went to a uh, astral projection, so I have no clue what you're talking about. So uh
0: you, you know James moving no on. Really hey
2: Eddie,
3: what do you think about that?
0: <laughs> James
2: what do you think about that banana.
0: Yeah, James, you realize you've got the worst connection in the planet for being in Houston.
3: I do. That is so let me tell you though, I have what, six kids, two dogs, me and the and he left again
1: Uh-oh.
3: and he left again Okay.
1: Well, I don't know what the two dogs have to do with his internet connection I guess they have iPads uh, well
0: no they, you know, they got iPads and iPhones so they use them one to, dog I've never
1: been able to
2: I've
0: never been able to distinguish reality from dream world um, even the most vivid dreams I've had I've woken up at times thinking that they were real or they actually happened but I don't I, – in the dream itself, I I can't distinguish reality from the dream. I know one time – I, I can dreamt- discuss – I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Can I go – I can discuss my dream off air. I can describe – I mean, it was your – I can describe it to you in vivid detail off air. I just won't – I don't want to do it on air.
0: I had a dream one time that actually had me feeling like – I, I want to say – I, I in the dream, I thought I passed away. It was really weird. I was kind of in a mall, and or a mall-type setting, I guess, with escalators and stuff. And I remember I was going up this escalator, and I was like, where the heck are we? And one person said, you don't know where we're at? And I was like, no. They said, oh, we're dead. And I thought to myself, that can't be. Wow. That can't be. And I ran up and there was all these doors and I started trying to get out these doors and they were all locked and all locked and all locked. And finally I found one that was open and when I opened it, as I opened it, I sat straight up out of bed, took the deepest breath of air that I think I've ever taken in my life. It was like I was suffocating. It was almost like I I might have even quit breathing in my sleep. That's why I was getting so crazy in in that dream. Like it was becoming like a almost a panic to get back. And because in in the dream, I was, or who knows, it might have been real. I was thinking to myself, I can't die because, I mean, what are my parents going to think? You know, that's going to really piss them off. I can't do that. And uh, so I sat straight up out of bed, deep breath, jumped out of bed, looked in the mirror, and I was pale white with fear. I didn't sleep the rest of the freaking night. I don't know if that was real or what that was
1: well what's interesting about that 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 dream eddie is that you kept you know uh, you you kept your you kept your functions you you used your fight or flight response within your dream you know i don't know about the rest of you people but when i when i dream and i'm in the dream i i definitely have my cognition i definitely still think the same way that i think in life well, it's not like i'm some type of superhero in my dreams you
0: darren bus says he's got a lady friend that says she can do sexual astral projection there you go you're on the show eddie
1: (laughs) booker hey
0: there you go buddy (laughs) now now that's now that would be a a good uh good one to have on the show darren says yeah sounds like a near-death experience far out i don't know if it was or not darren it was pretty freaky but uh, the one thing I will say is that we are going to have to uh, do closing statements. It's already that time. Danielle says, I can tell you James oh, wow. has uh, insanely vivid dreams, and I know when he is dreaming because his body moves and jerks. Uh, Danielle, he's really not dreaming at that point. Just a FYI <laughs> there, hon. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh James is back Hi James
2: I lost him on that one
0: Hi James glad to see you <laughs>
1: Yeah I did hear that I, I could not resist I'm sorry Danielle I couldn't resist
0: um, Alright so we're going to do some closing statements We're going to start off with I Rick said Warren the same thing. I would have said the same thing
2: <laughs> We're going to start off with Rick Warren
0: on this uh, Closing statements Rick Hey
2: come okay <laughs> well guys thank you for another great show thank you for another yeah, participation taking <laughs> with uh who is in the chat and everything and this is a subject i think we could continue on with not mm-hmm. only is uh remote viewing a reality but a what is a part of our dreamscape that we go into is that a part of remote viewing when we have our dreams. So I'm gonna leave that with you guys and, and uh, give Eddie a chat, give Dylan a chat, give James a chat or me and see what you come up with as far as what do you think uh, is going on when we enter those type of dreamland, so to speak. Thank you. Thank you, there, Rick. James?
3: Man before I lose my connectivity man I was just say right fast I think there's a whole world out there of stuff that we don't know uh what's going on in um you know astral projection uh or uh you know this this whole subject right here um man we just-
0: And he's gone again. So James we want to wish you a good night and whatever it was you were going to say <laughs> I think that was a we're going to have to agree with you on that um we're gonna go with uh dylan dylan uh final thoughts there brother
1: well uh thank you everybody for allowing me to come back for this guest spot you know the the og squad remembers me uh you guys can hear my my new show on the afterlife network uh the landon and dylan show we do oddities so it's not necessarily as paranormal as this show but we do some fun different subjects uh just by the way that i'm talking you can tell i really like history and and things like that so if you're interested in that kind of stuff uh tune into the landon and dylan show we just finished up a show right before eddie and uh rick and the crew went on live uh this week we talked about the zodiac killer so if you guys are interested in that myself and Landon we really appreciate it if you could give us a listen on the afterlife network Uh, thank you all so much for having me and i appreciate all the chats
0: absolutely dylan it's a pleasure having you back on man it's a good like a blast from the past man and uh i have to tell everybody you know we really appreciate you guys showing up over here on afterlife network thank you so much for watching and and hanging out with us for the hour we always have such a good time and we look forward to it each and every week but until next uh saturday we want to wish you all a safe and happy week please be safe take care love your family love your friends love your pets and uh hopefully uh We'll get to talk to everybody again next week, God willing. And uh, tomorrow night, we'll also have a a political analytical on the Political Analytical Show on Facebook. So if you get a chance, join us on there as well. Take care, everybody. We love you. And uh, once again, good night from Paranormal Analytical. Good night, my
3: friends.